Hello, FPL managers. Welcome to the FPL Optimized Podcast. This is episode number 78. And after the special fixtures discussion with Tala last week, we're back this time with a regular episode to prepare for Game Week 24 and beyond. I am Boss, the casual manager, and my co-host is Surtop, the data scientist. This is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old eye test. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. Surtop, I hope you're well. And before we dive into the upcoming game weeks, let's have a quick review of how our game weeks 22 and 23 went. Yeah, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, let's start <laughs> with game week 22. Um, right. I finished with 82 point, points and you finished with 53, which means that I got another win against you, which brought okay. the total score to 12 to 10. And I was yeah. pretty sure that I was going to get another uh, win in game week 23 because my team looked yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. Well, subjectively, perhaps. Um, <laughs> so game week 22 was really good for me. My game week rank was around 78,000, which oh, wow. brought my overall rank to six thousand around six thousand and nice. yeah it was a good way to enter top 10k finally after you know yeah. staying around uh, top 10k for a long time finally uh, able to enter um yeah i mean most of my differentials were able to return that that was a really really good game week and how was your game week 22 first happy for you <laughs> <laughs> Thank First you. of all, good to hear that you're doing well. Uh, you look very formal today. so uh, I yeah, do look good, formal. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> went to the office in the morning and I didn't have time to change my clothes. No so. Excellent. No, no. Uh, my game week, oh, not too bad. It was just frustrating that I left Shar on the bench with uh, 17 points. So that was unfortunate. But uh, overall, yeah, not too good. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> That that hurts. He got more points than any of your players, right? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Any of my players, even. But yeah, game week twenty three was good for both of us. Uh, we both got yeah. green arrows. Yeah. Uh, you got eighty four points. I got seven to eight. So you got another win. So twelve to eleven now. Twelve eleven. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, Foden essentially changed the. Yeah. You know how how yeah. game game week goes for you right yeah going into the the latest the, or the last game the city game the only difference between us was Foden so you know I was like probably I can't win it but then he scored two goals and I think we were even in, in the score and then he scored a third so then I knew <laughs> like okay I beat him <laughs> it's 12-11 congratulations so no, that was a nice game week and I think many people had a good game week because there were a lot of uh, games with a lot of goals uh, still, though, with 84 points, I think my game week rank was around 800k, so quite happy with that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, Gordon with the armband, so I, I should have put it on anyone else because could <laughs> have been worse, than... like me. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. got Solanke captain, Solanke, yeah, <laughs> but I didn't have him. But for me, all my other midfielders and attackers scored more points, but yeah, that's that's of course in hindsight. Uh, so no, quite good, and I'm happy that we're still quite uh, close here in this head-to-head league, even though our OR is quite different. Uh, I still have a, a challenge left this season, that's to uh, to beat you in the head-to-head competition, so let's see. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> good luck. 
All right, but let's switch to the important content. Um, the next game weeks will be quite difficult to navigate with several doubles and blanks coming up. So it will be important to have a plan ready. And we hope our content will help you to build such plan. Let's start with looking at the fixture ticker based on the offensive and defensive expected output per team. Yeah, we'll talk about these uh, point averages, but maybe after I do this, you can talk about some of these doubles and blanks just to cover it so people are aware. I, I'm sure like most of people are uh, like okay. following the news about, you know, double announcements, but yeah. um, some of it is also visible from this table, but let me go over them very quickly. Uh, yeah. So in top of the chart, we have Manchester City and their point averages are quite well for the next four game weeks. They're, they play against Everton at home and then they have two more uh, games at home in game week 25. It's a double game week. Um, and for that game week, the offensive point average is 8.8. .8. I mean, so if you have, well, everyone will have Holland <laughs> probably, but... Uh, Foden, KDB, those players can make a difference, obviously. Um, so for people like in my position who had like either like a city goalkeeper or defense already, so it might be a little bit difficult to reach to um, other like midfielder and uh, attackers. But yeah. it might worth spending some time on. Like I'm, I'm also considering the same thing, maybe selling Ederson so that I can right. get a, another midfielder or forward. Yeah. Um, and in game week 26, they play against Bournemouth uh, away, but still pretty good. 5.8 is the point average for that game week. And they play against Manchester United at home in game week 27. And mm -hmm. that offense average for that game is 5.7 So for, for offense players. So pretty yeah. good. Uh, next four game weeks will be really good for Manchester City. So make sure that you are... Uh, heavily invested in their offense, but defense is also yeah. pretty solid. I mean, they they keep conceding goals, but <laughs> should yeah. be, <laughs> yeah, expected, um, expected, expected strong performance, good. yeah, but it never works. <laughs> yes, that, that's true. And then, I am uh, joining you now in your pain because I have Walker in my team, and how uh, oh, you do, yeah. Yeah. It didn't give me much pleasure <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, you should have stayed away from it, but yeah, yeah. it happens. Oh, well, um, still hopeful. Yeah, in Game Week 28, they play against Liverpool and then Brighton. Those games uh, look, well, Game Week 29 is also a question mark, but the projected points towards that is a little bit lower, obviously. Um, yeah. So they are top, they're at the top of the chart because they have really good fixtures uh, yeah. for the short horizon. And in the second place, we have Arsenal, who are playing mm. against West Ham in game week 24 away. Um, 4.2 is the defense projected point average, and 5.0 is the offense. Pretty good. But their following game weeks are much better. They play against Burnley, and then Newcastle, then Sheffield United, then Brentford. All of these games are actually favorable fixtures in our fixture ticker. So, again... Also make sure that you are heavily invested in Arsenal maybe after this game week. Yeah. Um, and Liverpool at the third place, but as many of you are aware, they have a special uh, condition here. They play against Burnley and then Brentford and Luton in game week 25. They are doubling. But then game week 26 is a blank. And then they yeah. play against Nottingham Forest away. Um, so... Yeah, it will be a little bit tricky to 
keep your Liverpool assets uh, like in game week 26 so that you can actually have the favorable fi- fixture in game week 27 against Nottingham Forest. But then they play against Manchester City and then game week 29 is a question mark. Um, hmm. Then in the fourth place, we have Aston Villa and they're playing against Manchester United. Uh, we have Manchester United in the fifth place. Um, they don't have any like favorable fixtures in this horizon. But they play against Luton Town in game week 25 and also Sheffield United in game week 29. So um, yeah. might worth thinking a little bit over them. Uh, then we have Brighton, then Newcastle, then we have Wolves, Brentford, and finally Tottenham. These are the top 10 teams by uh, projected point averages. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, not so much to add. I think, uh, as you pointed out, the appealing thing of City and Arsenal is that they have good fixtures and they they don't blank in game week twenty six. So, yeah. if you if you bet on their players, you can just keep them, which is a little bit more difficult uh, for Liverpool, uh, especially in combination with Tottenham. I would say, yeah, because a lot of us have maybe Pedro Porro or Richarlison. Or might want to get Son back, so in that case, yeah, you will have uh, quite some players who will blank in twenty six. So that's something to consider. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and Villa number four. All right, I think we talked about Watkins, who in recent weeks didn't score so many points, but then in the last game week, you know, he was fully back. He scored a lot of points. I think some <laughs> people probably sold him for Haaland. Uh, which which is anyway tough, right? We need to sell someone, or if you don't have Haaland, you need to sell someone, and that's a it's a difficult decision. But I would say, also looking at this chart, right, the Villa fixtures look really good, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't sell Watkins uh, personally. Um, yeah, and then yeah, you mentioned Luton against United, right? As in, let's say, yeah, we still we still see Luton, I guess, as an easier game, but I think wow. By now, they proved to be quite difficult to beat. At least they score a lot of goals. We saw that against Newcastle, 4-4. Yeah. Um, so don't count on any defensive returns, I would say, against Luton. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, quite impressive, actually, right? For, for such team, yeah. first year in the Premier League, doing so well. Really impressive. Yeah, and you asked me about the doubles and blanks. So I think the easiest thing to do is maybe uh, I have the Ben Crallon chart in front of me. So what okay. I can just do uh, quickly mention a few of the clubs, I think, or a, a few of the teams that are doubling. So that's mainly then game week 25, right? We have mm-hmm. uh, Brentford, City, Luton and Liverpool. So those are the teams we're looking at. And then uh, we need to consider, as we just mentioned earlier, that in 26, we also have a few teams blanking. Luton, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. So that makes it a bit difficult, especially for Luton and Liverpool, if you want to uh, invest in them for the double game week 25. But then they blank in 26. So that's something you need to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas for Brentford and City, it's uh, it's not the case. They have a double in 25 and they also have a game in 26. The issue with Brentford doubling in 25 is that they have a really difficult double with Liverpool and City. So that's uh, yeah not something really where we can count on a lot of points. Even though Ivan Toni uh, looks to be in really good form. So still something yeah. you, know, you could, of course, uh, bet on or invest in. 
So, but that's 25 and 26. And then uh, something that got confirmed today, just a bit earlier, is that for game week 28, uh, the Bournemouth-Luton game mm -hmm. got uh, scheduled there. So Bournemouth and Luton are doubling in 28. And especially for Bournemouth, it's a nice double game week with two home games against Sheffield and Luton. So, yeah, I saw some people already saying that uh, Solanke for that game week, mm -hmm. uh, potentially a triple captaincy candidate. So that's something to also keep in mind. <clears throat> and then I think the most difficult one at the moment is, of course, game week 29, where we don't have the full picture yet, but this will be the game in which we will have most uh, blank games. Currently, there are just uh, four teams confirmed with a game. Uh, so that's Brentford, Burnley, Fulham, and Tottenham. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's, for example, why for me, I'm quite keen to keep my Tottenham players. Mm -hmm. I've got Toro and Richarlison. Even though they blank in 26, I'll probably put them on the bench because yeah. then in 29, they will play against Fulham. That's the game that's, that's, that's guaranteed to happen. So 29 will be a game week in which we will struggle to have enough players. Could be a game week to use your free hit, but if you can, you know, plan in advance and avoid it, it might be even better. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, in a, in a nutshell, that's that's the things we should be looking at. And as always, I can recommend to follow Ben Krallen and of course also Tala, who was in our podcast last week, uh, who are sharing all this information about uh, expected blanks and doubles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. That uh, covers the, the doubles and blanks, <clears throat> and we looked at the fixture ticker for the best teams. Uh, let's still look at the worst teams. Sure. So we have Sheffield United at the top of this chart. Uh, they have a Luton Town game at away, um, but the the main problems in this horizon is Arsenal in game week twenty seven, and also game week twenty nine is a question mark, uh, yeah. like most teams. Um, yeah. And then in the second rank here, we have Chelsea, which is oh, wow. interesting. Okay. They play against Crystal Palace, not too difficult. I mean, their projected point average is yeah. okay. But then they play against Manchester City in game week 25, and then they blank. Yeah. And at the end of the horizon in game week 29, they have Arsenal. And that game yeah. is also, again, a question mark. So it doesn't look too good to keep Chelsea players in this horizon. So they might be the first to go if, if you still have Chelsea players in your team. And also in yeah. general, Chelsea looks a little bit shaky. I don't know if you agree or not. but Yeah, uh, I mean, there's just one player, right? Palmer, who is doing so well. And mm. uh, yeah, personally, I also have quite some uh, value invested in him. I think I bought him at 5 million. No, I bought him at 5.2. And now he's at 5.9. So oh, okay. if I sell him now, I'm pretty sure that I want him back at some stage. So, I'll, you know, that will just cost me more. But that's that's something I need to... Uh, and so, not just me. I think there are a lot of people in that same boat. So that's something mm -hmm. we need to consider. Yeah, 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 definitely. And in the third place, we have Burnley. They are playing against Liverpool this game week. So their projected point average is pretty low for that game. And then we have Everton playing against Manchester City. So as usual, I mean, Liverpool and Manchester City, if yeah. you are playing uh, at away, then it's going to be a tough fixture. Uh, we have Luton Town in fifth yeah. place. They are here, although uh, yeah. we should emphasize that they have a double in game week 25, and also they yeah. have a double in 29. 
Uh, they're just blanking in gaming. 28. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They doubled in gaming okay. 28, and then they yeah. have a blank in gaming 26. Um, yeah. So, uh, depending on what you think, I mean, they, they will have two doubles and then a, a blank in between. So, it might be an interesting option. Uh, mm -hmm. Although, their fixtures are a little bit tough. We yeah. have nothing in Forest. Uh, so their fixtures are more or less average. Uh, they only have um, a very tough fixture against Liverpool, but it's not an unfavorable fixture compared to other teams here. Uh, we have Crystal Palace um, and then Bournemouth. Again, Bournemouth is gonna double in Game Week 28. That's why it is marked as a favorable fixture. So when I pulled the data this morning, um, the data already had some uh, chance for Bournemouth to have a double in Game Week 28. So okay. expect these numbers to be higher now, now that it is confirmed. Yeah. Um, and then we have West Ham following and then finally Fulham. Uh, these were the worst teams in this upcoming yeah. six-game week horizon. Okay. Yeah, nothing to add. Uh, just uh, something to notice indeed. Uh, number two worst team is Chelsea. So <laughs> anyone who still has a many Chelsea players, this could be a moment to switch them uh, to other teams. <laughs> Besides maybe Palmer, as we already uh, discussed. Yeah, it should be evaluated as a, at a player level. I mean, rarely we yeah. talk, like think about, well, we think in terms of the team, uh, like fixture quality at team level. So it's more about the player. And, you know, Palmer as the designated penalty taker, I mean, there's always a chance of getting penalties. So for such players, yes, they get impacted by, you know, doubles and blanks and whatnot. And also fixture yeah. quality, but still, they usually keep their projected points for the long term. Yeah. And he has proven that during the past weeks, right? Even the tougher games or like last game week, Chelsea lost, but still Palmer got a goal. Mm. So basically, you still have decent points with him. Um, and there's always the chance that they get a penalty, especially with Sterling in the team. You know, the number one player that uh, gets fouled in, in, in the opponent's <laughs> box. True. So uh, that, that's, you know, that, that's, that's, that combination, Sterling with Palmer, it's quite a strong uh, weapon. So, uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so yeah, we looked at the teams. Usually now we look at the individual players, but I think we don't have that data at the moment, right? Yeah. So I was checking the numbers this morning and it didn't look like uh, many of the models are, were updated um, about the blanks and doubles. So the numbers seemed a little bit off. So I decided not yeah. to share it because it was going yeah. to be a little bit misleading. Sure. Uh, instead, we oh, can talk we have about the betting odds, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, yeah we can Absolutely. talk about the game week twenty four goals and clean sheet odds. Again, yeah. these are from Rob T F P L uh, on okay. Twitter or X. Uh, so you can follow him. He shares these regularly. Uh, for this game week, uh, we talked about good fixtures and bad fixtures, but this is just uh, this makes it even uh, more visible. Emphasizes the points that we just made. So yeah. Liverpool has the highest goal, like expected or projected goal average here with 3.1 uh, against Burnley. And also uh, their clean sheet probability is 45%, pretty solid. And Manchester City is another good team to bet on this game week. Their goal average is 2.75, but their clean sheet uh, ratio is higher. It is at 47%. Um, 
Arsenal is following with 2.1 goal average against West Ham and 39% clean sheet probability. Um, and then we have Luton Town, who, which has 1.9 goal average, but their clean sheet probability is 33%. Um, okay. One of the interesting games here is also Tottenham versus Brighton. Tottenham has 2.2 uh, average goals, and then Brighton has 1.5. So I, I assume that that's the game we expect more goals to be scored by both sides. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Their clean sheet probability is quite low. 22% for Tottenham and 11% for Brighton. So, yeah, it's always interesting to see, you know, which games are going to be more exciting, I mean, based on the data. So these oh, are definitely. Some... And uh, I like the design of this new chart. So It uh, looks well incredible, uh, right? Rob T. Yeah, yeah, it looks really nice. So, yeah, some, some interesting uh, games to look at, uh, especially the Liverpool one. And also, again, keeping in mind that they will double in 25. So if you are planning to invest in Liverpool, and if you didn't do that yet, then it's, it could be smart to do it already now for game week 24 mm-hmm. uh, because they have this fixture against Burnley. Um, yeah, and the Tottenham-Brighton game, yeah, there will definitely be goals in there. I think that's what we all expect. Uh Probably many of us will again have uh, benching nightmares for this game week. Like in my case, I have Joao Pedro. So okay. you know, playing away to Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably Brighton will score a few goals, but he might be on my bench, I think. So, uh, yeah. And the other one could be Watkins. Um, uh, Villa at home. We know they are strong against United, but yeah. Yeah, I think like me, many people probably again, as I said, have a benching, uh, a benching decision to be made. So yeah, we might see some uh, points again on the benches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anything else about this chart? I don't think so, no, right? No, I think no. That was all. Okay, cool. Then I think we can move on to the optimal team. Certainly. So this time I increased team value a little bit because I realized that most people have higher team value now. I increased yeah. the 102. So I'm yeah. not sure if it is affordable by everyone, but we also have some players that we invested some some value in. So um, so this is just for a reference. I used FBI reviews projection for this one. Uh, in the goal we have Neto, and in defense we have Gabriel, Van Dijk, and Doughty. In midfield, we have Saka, Jota, De Bruyne, Foden, Hichan, and mm-hmm. in forward, we have Darwin and Holland. Uh, on the yeah. bench, we have Flecken, Adebayo, Dawson, and Howe. So this team is a little bit interesting uh, because it is heavily investing for the double, upcoming like double game week 25. Um, yeah. There are, uh, let me count actually, Van Dijk is doubling, Dart is doubling, Jota, De Bruyne, um, Foden, Darwin, Holland, uh, Flecken, yeah. and Adebayo. Seven. So so many, so many doublers. Nine, yeah, nine yeah. players. Yeah. Um, if if we just check the EV for that game week, you know, given this, so only players who are not doubling actually, maybe it is easier to uh, say their name is Gabriel and Saka. Besides those, and they play against Burnley, so a pretty good fixture mm-hmm. for Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The remaining players are doubling in the lineup, and okay. Haaland has a very high EV for that game week too. Um, so in total, this team is giving you 102.67 expected value. I, I don't think any, like many people are 
like wildcarding right now, but um, it is it's an insane amount of EV to get yeah. from it, like uh, double like gaming twenty five because you know there are less teams doubling compared to like what the future will bring. Uh, but yeah, it is just insane. Yeah, I did see a few people tweeting about it, actually, thinking about wildcarding okay. to benefit from that one and then maybe also to prepare for the blanks, if, yeah. if that's at all possible. But it could be a scenario to look at. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's possible. I mean, this team, though, if you have a team like this, I mean, in this case, um, the solver assumes that you are going to roll in game week 25, mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. And then use your two free transfers for yeah. in-game week 26 so that you can have a full lineup available. But if you notice, yeah. we have Van Dijk, uh, Adebayo, and Doughty in game week 26 in our bench. So meaning that we don't yeah. have any bench coverage for that game week. So if you yeah. do any of these things a little bit wrong, I mean, either you are going to have one less uh, like doubler somehow, yeah. or you will you will have a missing player in game week 26 or you need to take a hit obviously so yeah, yeah it requires some planning to navigate yeah yeah and it's nice to see some wolves players in the optimal team this week yeah, i think wolves have been doing really well they do um and they have a really good game in game week 26 which is the blind game week wolves play against sheffield at home so I think that's why Hichan and Dawson are in the team to benefit mm-hmm. from uh, from that game. Yes, yeah, I see their names. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and also, as you mentioned, uh, so we start with Darwin in this team, but it he, it turns into Solanke in game week twenty six. Even though he plays against Manchester City in that game week, uh, so the main oh. benefit of getting Solanke to this team at one point is game week twenty eight, obviously. Um, yeah. His EV is 9.1 here, and it was before the fixtures were actually announced. Uh, so there were there was some kind of a probability already assigned. So uh, he is uh, he's the best captain. He will probably the best captain option for that game week. Um, yeah. And uh, as Talha mentioned last week, so he might be a good player to uh, think about for triple captaincy. Um, yeah. If you don't feel like you are going to triple captain Holland in game week 25, then Solanke might be a good yeah. call. Yeah, and it yeah. won't impact any of the other chips probably for many people. So something to think about. Yeah, no, definitely. I think with Holland, the concern is, was and is, uh, you know, if if he's really back in 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 top shape. I think it was good that he played almost a full game mm-hmm. uh, in the previous game week. He also had an assist. Uh, he might not look like the old Haaland yet. I think there was at one moment that he was running towards goal and where you typically think, okay, he will score, but uh, Flacken stopped it. Uh, of course, Flacken did well, but still could be a sign or, you know, could be a reason to think that Haaland is not Haaland is not fully back in top form yet. But let's see, you know, he had a full game. That's good. We still have game week 24 now to assess at home to Everton. Let's yes. hope that he will again play a full game. Maybe he'll score a goal there. And if that's the case, then I think we see we will see a lot of us uh, triple captaining him for uh, for game week 25. 
Yeah, unfortunately, it's a bit boring, but uh, <laughs> this might be the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I, I, I'm more tempted to triple captain Solanke and gaming to an yeah. eight, so that, I mean, my rank is pretty good. Like maybe I can bet on, you know, getting even yeah. further, hoping that you know Holland will have right. limited minutes in twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I also want to talk about the sensitivity analysis. So we had yeah. a comment on this, maybe like sharing more sensitivity analysis. Um, just to remind people, you know, what it is and if it is your first time hearing about it. Um, so we use sensitivity analysis in optimization because when we solve it just once, you get the optimal solution, but you don't know how sensitive that solution is to minor changes in data. Maybe there are, there's another player which whose EV is almost exactly the same. So in the next update by, you know, review or Mikkel, they will become optimal. So you want your optimal solution to be robust, meaning that even if I perturb numbers a little bit, optimal should remain optimal. That what a robust optimal mean. And it, so we use sensitivity analysis because ex projected points change all the time. And you want to have an understanding of what are my options if these numbers change slightly. So mm -hmm. we use historical data to perturb these numbers. You know, we are just checking how these numbers change, in, you know, usually. And then we apply the same distribution to existing numbers to see where the optimal could be. And so... It doesn't mean that any players who are not in these lists are, you know, suboptimal. They might be, but they might not be, depending on your constraints or maybe the team value and also some other factors. Maybe you have some value tied in already. Um, but if a player appears heavily, you know, more than I will say maybe 70%, it's a good indication that that player is maybe worth buying if you don't have him. Okay. Um, so let's go over these uh, players now. Uh, among yeah. goalkeepers, we have, uh, we have. I also um, filtered out any players that appear less than ten percent, just to keep these lists a little bit shorter. Okay. Uh, among goalkeepers for the wild cards, uh, only go three goalkeepers appear. Flacken appears in seventy-seven point five percent of these squads. Neto okay. appears in fifty-five percent, and Kaminski appears in forty-two point five percent. So. Yeah, optimal solution is between these three goalkeepers mainly. There are some others, yeah. but yeah, these are the main goalkeepers you need to focus on. And okay. for defenders, we have Doughty at 100%. 100% doesn't appear too often. Usually one or two players okay. get the 100%. Uh, but yeah. Doughty is just a, like, both in terms of price and also projected points, he is the player to get. And we have Gabriel in the second place is 92.5%. Uh, and we have Alexander-Arnold at 55%. So there's a big drop here. So Doughty and Gabriel is kind of like almost fixed. You you will see them in your optimal team, even if you change yeah. lots of settings. But then okay. Alexander-Arnold, then Van Dijk at 40%, Pau at 375 Volker at 225 one Heike at 17.5, Guardiola at 15%, and finally Alex Moreno at 12.5%. Okay. Um, we have a larger list of midfielders that you can consider. The first one is Saka, 90%. I mean, we talked about Arsenal's fixtures, so yeah. uh, Arsenal is a good team to invest in. 90% is significant. And then we have yeah. Hee-chan in the second place. Okay. 
Hee-chan is great because he's such a great enabler. He has great projected points in this horizon. I'm also considering to buy him for my team. Uh, I haven't decided okay. what to do, but yeah, he's a really good call uh, in my opinion. Uh, so they got eliminated, so he's he's coming back. Um, Foden at the third place, 70%. Uh, De Bruyne at 50%. So we talked about Manchester City midfielder, so here they are. Yeah. Um, then we have Jota at 42.5%. Luis Diaz at 42.5%. So they are the same. The same, uh, if you're yeah. between them, the <laughs> solver is also undecided on which one to buy. Uh, Garnacho <laughs> at 30%, Son at 25%, which was surprising to me considering the blank they have, but you mentioned, so they have some good fixtures, so maybe it is worth having uh, like Son or Richarlison, which is at 22.5%, yeah. and then benching right. them for the blank and then keeping them yeah. for the longer term. Yeah. Clivered uh, at 10, uh, 17.5%, Odegaard at 10%, and Bailey at 10%. So these are the main midfield considerations. Yeah. Okay. And so finally, thing that uh, yeah. we're just looking at it, Hichan is so high. I would expect maybe also Neto then to be considered because Neto is back in the Wolves team. He's also doing well. Mm -hmm. um, could be maybe an alternative option, of course, uh, to also keep in mind. So, yeah, usually if there is some meaningful difference between two players, like if um, if this is a player that is uh, cheaper or, I should say this way, if their projections are the same, if a player is cheaper, right. you expect that yeah. player to appear okay. in most of the cases. Or in, in other cases, if their price is the same, but if a player is dominating other player in terms of projected points, then again, yeah. the same thing. So... Okay. Only if it is the other way around, like I have better projections, but I'm more expensive, then it could be like one or the other. But yeah, usually, okay. like same with like the midfielders here, Saka appears, but we don't see other Arsenal well, midfielders Martinelli. like Martinelli, yeah. but yeah. 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 Um, okay, yeah. Got so, it. and then the forwards, we have Holland at 100%. I mean, he's always in there, 100%. <laughs> so, um, Darwin at 97.5%. And mm -hmm. Adebayo at 37.5%, Tony at 25%, and finally Alvarez at 22.5%. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a smaller selection here. But, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, the, the players you already have uh, is bad. Yeah. I mean, so one thing to note here, in most of these... So, by the way, we are just covering the Game Week 24, uh, like, wildcard selection here. Yeah. You don't see Solanke here, for example, but in most blends, you get Solanke in one of the game weeks before their double. So oh, okay. it doesn't mean yeah. that, you know, if you have Solanke in your team, maybe keeping him for the longer horizon mm. is optimal. So it is better to check, you know, use a solver or maybe use a planner of some sort to see, you know, which game weeks you need to bench him, you know, if you are losing any projected points and whatnot. So I hope yeah. this gives okay. some, you know, opinions to other people though if they don't have these players and considering yeah them. no no this is uh this is really very valuable and uh kudos again to luton because i see three of their players here kaminski yeah. Doughty, and adebayo uh who would have thought that at the start of the season <laughs> but of course currently are, they have two times a double coming up so that also influences I yeah think. certainly yeah. 
Okay, excellent. Great data. Thanks, Sir Tom. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, the next one and the final data point we always look at is the captaincy uh, options for the upcoming game week. Yeah, game week 24 is another interesting one. We have in the ensemble, that's the average of all models, we, ha- we see Holland is ahead of everyone, 6.75 EV. Uh, okay. And then the second player we have is De Bruyne, who's at 5.63. Um, so Holland is ahead of De Bruyne in every model, and then also obviously in the average, he's also like almost 1.1 EV ahead. Um, and then we have Jota in the third place with 5.63, so exactly the same EV as De Bruyne in the average mm. case. And then Alexander Arnold 5.6, very close. Mm. And then we have Watkins at the fifth place against Manchester United at 5.5. Okay. Um, in terms of like the models, uh, most models have Holland as the best option. Uh, so exceptions are Fantasy Football Fix has Alexander Arnold in the first place instead of Holland. Okay. Holland is second, mm-hmm. and then Jota is the top choice for Fantasy Football Scouts ahead of Holland. Yeah. Uh, very close though, one point eight percent. So it's not a huge difference. And then yeah. in FPL teams model, Saka is ahead of Holland, uh, wow. and there's a three point six percent difference between them. So yeah, which is also interesting. But yeah, these are the captaincy options. I guess cool. most people will captain Holland, but what what do you think? Yeah, unfortunately, right? We should say with <laughs> Holland back and uh, a home game against Everton, I think a lot of us will be captaining uh, Holland. Yeah. In the previous game, I still went for another option, uh, and I think some people did the same. But I think now for game week twenty-four, he looks like uh, the main candidate. I so, agree. would you consider captaining Foden because he had a good game last week? Mm, no, no, okay. <laughs> because I see his name yeah. as the second best in draft hands model, so I will just yeah, that's true. I don't know. Just I think with Haaland, the the likelihood of uh, of more points is, is just bigger, right? He's also on penalties, should be. Uh, so that mm-hmm. that influences it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you know already what you're going to do in terms of captaincy and maybe any any transfers? Holland will be my captain, most probably. Um, Transfer is a little bit complicated. It is possible that I will get a hit. Um, Yeah. So, first of all, uh, it it kind of hurt that I didn't have Foden, and Foden has great projections. Um, So, I might actually go down that route, meaning that I need to sell one of the City players and then, you know, replace one of my midfielders to get Foden. Which is two transfers yeah. already, and I need yeah, to make yeah. another transfer. So, it I have two free transfers, meaning that it might be might be my first hit of the season. But oh, yeah, wow. not not sure. We will see. I okay. also consider getting an, a Liverpool defender, maybe Van Dyke, probably ah. for the for the double. Okay. So yeah, we will see. How about you? Do you have any move in mind? Yeah, actually, I made my transfers already. You did? Uh, You're so fast. Yeah, yeah, well, sometimes that's not the smart thing to do, I know, because there's still things that can happen during the week. But uh, I wanted to get Jota, and I saw that his price was going up, so I just decided to make the move. Uh, I sold Gordon because, well, he was injured. It does look that he'll be back for the weekend. But anyway, I was, I was, you know, 
okay to sell Gordon, uh, bring in Jota. And I also swapped Sinchenko to bring in Virgil. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. uh, that, yeah, that sets me up, I think, quite nicely for the double gaming 25. Nice. And yeah, I hope I hope I can navigate 26 and 29 without having to play my free hit. So those kind of things I had in mind. And I just had enough money to do those two swaps. So that's why I didn't want to wait. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So did you have two free transfers? Yeah, I had two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you are not considering to taking a hit, I assume? No, it's not needed, okay. I think. Just, just curious. <laughs> just for the head-to-head -head competition, you know? Yeah. I need to, I need well, to know about, about it. <laughs> when, you were, when you were talking about it, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't talk about my plans, but no, no, I'll keep it. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll stay transparent here. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay uh, great. Was there anything else you wanted to share before we look at the mini-league table? No, I think we're ready. Okay. Well, a lot has changed actually in the mini league. Uh, we now have 385 teams in the league and the code is 0JSDLA if you still want to join it. And the top three is completely new. Uh, number one is Guy McCoomb, or I think, well, in French you would say Guy, but I think in, uh, <laughs> in English it's, uh, it's, it's Guy McCoomb. With his team, Mucho Gusto, and he scored 97 points in the previous game week. And he has 1,519 points in total. And with that, he's the number 53 of the world. So that's really impressive. Uh, well done. And then at number two, we have Dave Bennett with his team, The Big Tarkovsky. And Dave had also a very good week with 112 points even. Uh, he's now on 1,506 points, and uh, yeah, that makes him the number two of our mini-league. And number three, it's Byron Green with the team Aston Mins Wins. Uh, he's very close behind the number two, uh, that's Dave. Uh, and uh, Byron has 1,505 points, so that's just a one-point difference. So yeah, well done, everyone. Uh, great job. Keep it up. And uh, Sirtop, I would like to give you a special mention as you're currently number 36 in the mini league. Oh, okay, that's so, cool. Yeah. Are you still uh, going for a top three spot? Top three, uh, which means that I need to enter like top 150 or something, like assuming, you know, they will stay around the same rank. Yeah, I'm not sure if I can do it. I mean, uh, one can only hope, but I don't think I will be able to do it. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if the gap is uh, the gap is fifty five points. I saw. Mm. I who knows? Yeah, who knows? Maybe if I enter top ten, I will be happy enough for it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You should. <laughs> well, for me, a top three achievement is certainly out of sight. <laughs> but uh, what I'm looking forward to with our mini league is also the cup games to start. That will start in game week thirty, so that will be quite interesting to see. Uh, who will who will be up against uh, from the mini league in, in the cup so we'll definitely keep an eye on that as well oh, the, our cup okay and how about the overall cup are you out of the cup yet oh yeah i'm out since a long time are you okay i i don't know last time i, I checked a few weeks ago i was i think i was still going but i i usually get eliminated pretty early so i don't think yeah there's a higher chance of I'm already eliminated. I don't check the overall cup because like it's <laughs> the least exciting part of the FPL for me. I 
I always get eliminated in the first few weeks. Okay, but yeah, but you're doing well this season. You might be still in. I actually still, I always like the cup because you can, you know, it makes it a bit personal. You see why you don't know the other person, but at least the other person has a name and you can look at the team. Uh, I always quite like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's uh, wrap it up for today. And Bas, I have a question before you end the episode. Uh, do okay. you want to talk about the jersey you are wearing? Well, I can, because just, uh, you know, in honor of the Africa Cup, I was looking for an African shirt. I had one still from Kenya. I don't think I was wearing it. I have wear, worn it before. Uh, Kenya is not even in the Africa Cup, but <laughs> they are an African country. So I thought it would be fitting to wear their shirt. And uh, yeah, my wife recently went to Kenya for a holiday and she brought this one back. So oh, okay. I had it so in the, yeah. I had did, it in you the ask, closet, so. did you ask for it or did, did she just... No. Well, actually, she brought it back for my son because my son is kind of collecting shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. And it's not, kind not of, a gift for you. Okay. <laughs> I cannot really wear this outside, but I think for this podcast, it kind of still fits. Yeah, it's, <laughs> okay. a bit light. it's a bit light, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, this was FPL Optimized Podcast, episode number 78. Thanks for listening. And good luck with making your Game Week 24 decisions. Uh, we'll have a new episode next week. I might not be able to make it, but Surtop will be here and uh, he will make sure that content will be released. Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast so you'll get notified when the next episode is published. And you can also follow us on, on X. For Surtop, it's at Surtop Bilal. For me, it's at Belfi BB. And we also have a separate account now for the pod. So make sure to give at FPL Optimized a follow on X as well. And on top, and to finish, you can also find FPL Optimized on YouTube. In summary, we are everywhere. <laughs> True. And until next time, stay curious and stay analytical. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.